The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. You're listening to Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Discover hope and healing from the other side. Welcome to Messages of Hope with Suzanne Giesman. Listen, they're all around you, close as a thought or a memory. Messages of Hope. Messages of Hope. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome back to another week of Messages of Hope. I love first Thursday of the month. That's uh, chatting with me and asking questions of Suzanne and Sanaya, my guides in spirit. Uh, If I can't answer the question, I'll ask them, but usually I want the answer to come from them anyway. So it's a joint effort today. And somebody who comes online with me today is going to win a drawing for one of my online courses. I have three of them right now uh, as a gift for coming on the air. So that's pretty cool. I have little slips of paper here. I'll put your name on it and do a drawing at the very end. So if you do come on the air, be sure to listen to the end or check it in the archives later so you can email me and say, hey, you called my name. I want to let all of you know that next Saturday, not this Saturday, but next Saturday, May 16th, I believe is the date, I'm going to be speaking live at a webinar, <clears throat> excuse me, for the International Association of Near-Death Studies, IANS. I'm honored to have been asked to be part of their Stellar Speakers series. And they've asked me to tell the rest of the story about my journey from Navy commander to mystical teacher and evidential medium. So I've chosen some things in my life that have really changed as a result of being on the spiritual path, things that hopefully those of you who join us can identify with, but also might surprise you a little bit about my background, things I've never told anybody publicly. There, uh, IANS is a nonprofit organization, so there's a minimal fee. It's uh, $15 if you're not a member, $10 if you are. And so I hope you can help out IANS and join me on May 16th. Go to IANDS.org and you'll find the link to their Stellar Speaker series. They're limited seating for that, so please sign up. All right. Uh, before we bring in the first uh, questioner. I have several people online and I thank you. I'm sorry to keep you waiting, but I just love sharing really cool magical signs from across the veil. And I have a friend named Marion in the villages of Florida where I used to live. And I've given her several readings, uh, one, one or two because she has a son who crossed. And then when her husband passed three and a half years ago, she reached out and I gave her a reading and we connected 
beautifully with him. But she just sent me an email a couple of days ago, so excited. She said, Suzanne, I haven't heard personally from him three and a half years. And I keep saying, why don't you send me signs? Why don't you send me signs? And the other night in the middle of the night, her TV went on in the living room playing music. She said that she and her husband used to have the, the oldies, uh, an easy listening music channel on all day long. And it went on by itself. So she said she had a really hard time turning off the TV, but didn't give it much thought till she got back to bed. And she said, I wonder if that was a sign. And she asked him, was that you? Was that you? But she didn't really hear an answer. And the next night it happened again. In the middle of the night, the TV went off and she went and again, really hard time turning it off. That just came on with the music. And as she went back to bed, something said, wait a minute. What were the words of the song that was playing? Because, you know, when something snags your attention like that, pull the thread. And she went back and rewound it to the point where it started. And sure enough, the words of the song were, I'll always be in love with you. So good one from Marion's husband. I love it. And that's how it works. It may have taken him a while to figure out how to make that TV come on, but he did it. And in a very timely time with the perfect song to let his wife know that love never dies. How about that? Is that cool? Are you clapping like I'm clapping? <laughs> all righty. So we have a bunch of people have called in already, and I thank you all for your patience in advance. Let's bring on Daryl. You're on the air. I know you've been on the show before, so welcome back. And what's your question today? Okay, it is, it is I, correct, Daryl? Daryl, yeah, that's you. Yeah, oh, okay. I, I just didn't. Again, uh, I'm. I was. Uh, anyway, uh, I have been reading Suzanne. Uh, I try to read the people that you often have on this show. Oh, you know, good. so I've uh, just completed Real Magic with uh, Dr. Dean Radin. Yeah, yeah Dean D Dean Radin, and uh -huh. he he talks about. Uh, Merlin, the magician, in other words, there are people like yourself, and he put you in the Merlin class, I'm sure. <clears throat> and then uh, in listening to uh, your uh, uh, initial comment with, with what you're going to participate in, I think, next Saturday, your near-death ex near experience, well, in a way, this, this too is magic, so I can combine uh, that new thought with my old thought uh, for Sanaya. In other words, you feel that the commonality uh, between magicians, let's just say, is your soul. And let's just clarify, Daryl. I'm going to put you on. I'm going to mute you for a second. There we go. And I want to clarify for all of you listening that I hope you will listen again to Dr. Dean Radin's interview. And he's very clear in his book that there's magic in the term of in terms of deceiving people and magicians who pull something out of a hat, but there's a trick involved. And then there's magic where miracles happen where you can't explain things because we're interacting with the greater reality. And his book goes into great detail to show that this kind of unexpected things that we can't explain other, any other way than that there is some higher force in action. That's the kind of magic we're talking about. So what no, is your I, question, Daryl? I, I agree Darl? with you completely. When I said Merlin the Magician, he is talking about the real magic, not not the uh, illusionist, let's call them, because that's right. they sometimes yes, go that's by right. that term. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But um, so 
again, he does say that it takes the normal curve. You know, he, he brings science into your line of work, and, and I, I like that. I like that, too. <laughs> aspect of it that, uh, uh, again, that's uh, partly for Sanaya, too. You know, will science ever catch up? But but the, the commonality that I, I think might be there is, is love, that uh, – mm-hmm. I have a therapist, and we're working on love because I, I told her, I often say, I don't know what love is. And you, watching you and uh, others, you always say, can't you feel the love? I'm not so sure that I feel the love, but maybe that's why I have trouble connecting, too. So what does okay. Tania say is the commonality between those that are doing the type of uh, crossover that you you – you have been chosen. You know, again, it's not always immediate. It, it can be lie, lie dormant or latent for a while. But what does Sanaya say is is the commonality, if, if he can answer that question as a guide? Okay. Or, All right. Well, here we go and give it a, give it Sanaya's best chance. We'll merge with them here. First of all, they'd like us to understand that love is the evolutionary impulse of creation. It's what's pushing all of us to create something even more beautiful from that which has already been created, which is you and me and the beauty all around us. And where we don't find beauty, that is something that is disharmonious or out of alignment with our true nature, which is divine love. Quite different from human love, which comes and goes and has conditions. But divine love is a total unity, wholeness, completeness. And that's why when we speak of being in love with someone else, we feel that unity, that wholeness. We feel complete. But love in the true sense is lack of separation. And this spiritual path guides us through this evolutionary impulse to find that part of us which is not separate from each other. And that's what we as mediums discover, that we are not separate from our loved ones who have passed because at our very basic essence, we are all pure awareness, pure being, this divine love, which is wholeness. Okay, Okay? so I think what I uh, says is that Human love perhaps is one aspect of divine love, but divine love is much larger. That's perfect. That's that's beautiful. Okay. You're absolutely right. Well, I will continue Great to question. read uh, the, uh, the interesting people that you uh, bring on your show with Unity Radio. I'm going to try uh, the Wisdom Within Us author next, Bohr, and then... Uh, Right. Anyway, well, thank you, Dara. We you, have you lots have of guests lined up all the way good through luck September. Good you and uh, your, your NDE experience next Saturday. You have to – is that online or – It is online through IANDS.org. Okay, okay. Actually, time, if any but, of you uh, – if you go to my uh, Facebook page, Suzanne Geisman on Facebook, there's a video right there. And I believe on YouTube, my latest video that I posted, a little quick introduction to that event with – uh, the URL for signing up for it. All right. Okay. So thank you so much. All right. Oh, nice is- way to start off talking about love. I love that. So let's move on. I thank Daryl for a call. We're going to bring in Stacy now. Welcome to the show. Hi, Suzanne. How are you? 
I'm great. I just put your name in the little piece of paper for the drawing, so I don't forget. Oh, thank Good. you. <laughs> I, I just completed your next level course, and it was phenomenal. I'm looking forward to whatever comes up next with you. I know something's going for the fall, so I'm excited. Oh, thank um, you. And everybody that doesn't know what she's talking about, I, I teach an <laughs> online course through the Shift Network, and it was 22 weeks of introductory and second level, and it just ended, and we all kind of feel sad that it's over, but happily, I was just emailing the folks about a new course that's going to go uh, starting in October. So if you all are on my email list, which you can sign up for on my website, you'll find out all the news about that when we're ready to launch. Oh, that's amazing. I can't wait to hear. Um, I guess my question is, I feel the love, I feel the spirits, I feel them around me, and I'm just wondering if I'm missing a step in the process to where I don't receive the communications from them, and I don't even know what I'm asking you. <laughs> okay, I just was, hang on just a second, Stacy. I was just handed a note by Ty. Uh, Jeff, he says that he can hear me, but not Stacy. Okay, so maybe you can work on that. Thanks, honey. <laughs> uh, uh -oh. Stacy, repeat your question, and I'll repeat it just in case there's a challenge here. Okay. Um, I, I have no problem feeling spirits around me. I have no problem feeling um, when they're near me. What I have a problem with is discerning their messages, and I feel like I'm missing a step. Like there's just something that I'm not quite getting, and I'm wondering if you have any tips on that, on where to All right. turn to. All right, so just in case there is a glitch, and it's not just here at our house, but if you, any of you didn't hear Stacy's question, she's been studying mediumship, and she can feel the presence of spirits, which is fantastic, but can't discern their messages. So that's interesting to me because feeling them is using the sense that we call clairsentience, but discerning their message is also the same thing. It's clairsentience. So let me first ask you, Stacy, how long you've been doing this or feeling spirits? Uh, yeah. Oh, well, clairaudiently for several years, but I didn't know that's what that was. But just in so, the last few months, it's kind of opened up for me. And that's when I signed up for your course. So I know okay, I'm very so new said, I'm going to put like have you stop for a second so I can interpret just okay. in case nobody's hearing you. But okay. you said clairaudiently for quite a while, but just in the last few I, months. Or did I get that yeah. wrong? <laughs> no, no, you're you're correct. It's just okay. I just realized in the last few months that I was or perceiving spirits. I did not know I could do that. <laughs> Okay, so it's just new that she realizes that these are actually the spirits here with her. So I'd say since it's so new, just a few months, there's nothing to worry about yet. I mean, it took me years to develop the ability to discern messages. So I would just keep doing what you're doing, but remembering that attention and intention are the two keys when we connect across the veil, whether you're going to be a medium or you, you want to talk to your own loved ones. The intention is very clear what you want to get out of that connection. And then your attention is working on focusing so your mind isn't wandering. So the intention in your case would be, I need to be able to discern your messages, be very specific. And you can actually, when you sense them, any of you, remember, they're really right here. They're really still people too. They're sentient beings. So ask them point blank, what is your message? And then you just become like this radar, a 
passively receiving radar that's scanning the field? Am I hearing something? Am I seeing images? Do I feel or sense a message? Do I just know what the message is? So that's your next step. Just keep working on that and continue with the practice of building the, the, your, your own personal vibration. We call that building the power and check back in with me later, okay? I will. I love that elevated space that you send us to in your bless me method. I I love just being there. So. <laughs> All right. Well. Thank you. You're so welcome, Stacy. Thanks for coming on the show. Hey, oh, Jeff, sure. my engineer. Could you hear Stacy? I don't even hear Jeff. So oh, we're just gonna keep going on, and I'm gonna ask hey, if my assistant Lynette. Maybe Ty's going to tell me if anybody can hear. Okay, I'm getting a note from Ty. Nope, mute's not still on. I don't have mute on. Okay, all righty. Did you hear her at all, Ty? Okay, well, stand by and let me know if you hear our next guest, okay? So we're going to bring in Kathleen. I have you. There we go. Kathleen, you're on the air. Welcome to the show. Hi, can you hear me? <laughs> uh, well, I hear you, but I heard Stacy too. Did you hear Stacy? No, that's funny. That uh, maybe I can help because I have been on um, on hold. I called about five minutes to four, and it was weird. I thought I lost the signal, and I got scared. And then, and then you came back, and I said, "Uh oh." So no, I didn't hear. All all I can hear is your voice. Wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay. Well, let's. Oh, he says we're good now. So it must have been something with that line. So happily, everybody can hear you, Kathleen. <laughs> what okay. is your question today? Well, lately, there are a lot of quote unquote channelers out there. And I follow a few. Uh, I just feel that they um, are, you know, real and they have integrity and just because of their work and all of their books published and whatnot. And it, mm -hmm. I've stumbled upon um, more than one channeling Jesus. And I just want Sanaya's, you know, input because someone can easily be, you know, misled or be vulnerable. And I mean, yes, of course, the teachings are going to be kind and wise and all of that. But it's just something I've noticed. Oh, now this one's channeling Jesus. Oh, now this one's channeling Jesus. Like, what do they say about that? I don't know what to make of it. Oh, my lip just twitched big time with Sanaya. So I was going to answer from my own point of view, but they're like, no, go. let us let us have our two cents here or 25 cents as we're. Let's see. They are saying that what is happening is what is actually being channeled is the Christ consciousness in a way that each of the channelers would understand it. And it is up to the recipient of the messages to discern whether or not you are hearing truth with a capital T. And this, you know, in your heart, as you know, one with such a high vibration as the one known as Jesus, can be in many locations at once. Why would you wish to limit the message of loving kindness and compassion? So give it the test of the heart and not of your historical person. If it speaks to the heart in the end, does it matter the source? There wow. you go. Okay. Well, that clears oh. a lot up. <laughs> All right. I love it. And I love that they're so present today. So thank you for that question. It's excellent. 
Thank you. All righty. Take care. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. All righty. I believe we're going to pronounce this name Doris. Am I correct? You're on the air. Hello. Hi. Hi. Is it? Do you I, pronounce your name Doris? You are very correct. It's Doris. I'm. I am uh, part of the uh, one of the board members for Helping Parents Heal. Oh, uh, how are I, you? My favorite organization. This is for those of you who don't know the wonderful support group for parents who have children across the veil, and they they uh, support mediums and talk about the afterlife and sharing signs from our loved ones who have passed. So right up our alley. That's true. Um, actually, I've been with Elizabeth as well as Mark Ireland when there were 30 of us sitting around in a kind of a conference room in Carefree, Arizona. And wow. I think the last count was 12 or 13,000 members. It's just absolutely wonderful. Isn't it? Um, Thank you so much for your help. It's it's great. It's just just to be just to be a part of the organization and watch it grow is great. My my question is this: My daughter and my ten-year-old granddaughter were killed by a drunk driver in the spring of 2004, which, doing the math, has been 16 years ago. And right now, <clears throat> I'm between the two dates. And I I think my question is: I have never I've never been to a medium, uh, but I will tell you that I get I get constant messages communications with both my daughter and granddaughter. So my question, Suzanne, and I have obviously seen you before, and I know that there's a lot of great Suzanne Wilson, another one. Yeah, awesome. Uh, do, do, does everyone, I mean, I don't feel the need to go to a medium, but I'm also thinking it would be very nice to validate all of the messages that I do receive. Oh, that's one of the reasons, and it's a fantastic reason to get the validation because there's always, not always, but many of us have that little thing in the back of our mind saying, am I making it up? But I know when I do a reading and really merge beautifully with the souls across the veil, sometimes I end up speaking in first person for them. We blend so beautifully that their mannerisms come through. Their personality is felt. So it's like you get to spend 45 minutes to an hour with your loved one. It's just so clear this is them. And they they bring back memories that are meaningful. They bring back messages that you may need to hear, things they want to talk about, things that were left unsaid. So what's wonderful is to have that personal connection. That's such a blessing that you have that. But we all miss bits and pieces because we only can pick up part of the signal, you know? So that's why I encourage people not to become a medium junkie, but to try one or two or three over the years because each of us has a different way of tuning in and you may get different things that your loved one wants to say. So it's really about the experience of feeling that presence through someone else for for the joy of it. When, uh, when I teach my classes, I tell my students, the real test of a good reading is, does your sitter, that's the, the person of the family member here, leave that reading saying, that was my loved one. And if so, then you just gave them this beautiful gift of spending dedicated time with them, which again, you're enjoying already, but a little bit of a different flavor. How's that? Okay. That, that's, that's, that's good, and thank you very much, Suzanne, and I 
sorry that we uh, missed everyone at the conference in in uh, Charleston, oh. but we'll we'll do it again. It'll happen. Me too. I know we are, but I love how Helping Parents Heal has really jumped in, and the board has brought in so many awesome speakers. And I know Irene Vuvalidis is doing twice a week chats with parents just to get together and and buoy people's spirits. So if if any of you out there are a shining light parent, that's what we call. Uh, that's the more uplifting term than bereaved parent. If you know that your shining light child is still around you and want to talk about that or look into helping parents heal, please check out their Facebook group where they're, they are listing all of these speakers and the upcoming events. So thanks, Doris. It's always great to be able and to plug that organization. All right. Bye now. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Wow, I just remembered I better look at the clock. Well, we have two and a half minutes or so. I think we can bring in Sandra, hopefully. And if we go over, we'll just bring you back after the break. Sandra, how are you doing? You're on the air. Hello. Can you hear me? Oh, you're yeah, but it's real okay. broken up. Let's see. Do a sound check with Ty. Ty, can you hear me? Well, I don't know that that's going to help because you're so broken okay. up. Let me put you on hold just a second me? and bring you back in again because it's so crackly. Try that now, Sandra. Wow. You know what? I'm going to ask you to come back in after the break. Maybe use a different line or move somewhere else in your house if you're on a cell phone because I do want to talk with you and I'll make you the first guest after the break, okay? Just can't hear you real well. Okay, but with now just a couple minutes to go, let me share a couple of stories with all of you that just came through from my readings this week. I just did a reading very, very recently, and it was a beautiful family reunion with my sitter's parents. They came in together. It was clear they'd been married to, to each other their whole entire adult lives when they come in like that, that's how I know there wasn't a divorce and they loved each other because they, they come in at the same time. Now, that doesn't always happen in that case, but it doesn't happen if they were divorced. But anyway, what was so meaningful in this encounter was the parents right away showed that they know about the squabbles in the family over the will. And it's not the first time I've seen that happen. And they were showing that this was a real interesting twist. They had a dual perspective. They, as they stepped back into their story of mom and dad, they said they could get very upset. Like, why are you kids doing this? It's all about love. But when they stepped into their new awareness as souls or, or newly renewed awareness as souls, they could understand that this is the family's life lesson to work this out while they're still here, that it's all about love. I love that they showed us both aspects. The most important thing that they know what's going on in the family and come on, let's get with the program. Why are you here? So are mom and dad upset across the veil? Only if they like us here buy into the story. We're both souls and humans, both so humans with a story and spirit. So may love always prevail. Come on back after the break and we'll take more callers.
All are welcome. We're glad you found us. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Welcome back. You're listening to Messages of Hope with Suzanne Giesman. Well, I hope you're enjoying this afternoon as much as I am. You know, I was just sitting here thinking about answering questions from people all over the world who call in for the show. And in the past, I might have said, how, you know, how am I going to field these questions? What if I don't know an answer? That very human feeling. What if I don't know? But I hope all of you get to know your guides and know that they have answers that we don't have at this level and that anytime you have a question, just take it to the next level and see what kind of answers you get. Go online to my website, go down to the footer at SuzanneGiesman.com and see uh, gifts. There's a, on the left column in the footer is a special gifts page, meditation gifts. And if you go to the meditation gifts page, you'll find there my seven step process for connecting with higher consciousness. Actually, it may be on the videos page now that I think about it, but that's the process I use for tuning into my guides. And it has helped thousands of people to go into a nice expanded state of consciousness and show you how to connect with your guides, with your loved ones who have passed. And I know it'll help you. So Sandra, we couldn't quite hear you at the end of the first half, but I believe you have a good line now. So welcome back. I thank you so much. This is one of the blessings that came with the coronavirus because I'm always working when your show's on. So I feel like this is such a, a divine moment to be able to call and, and be able to speak with you. Thank you. I got goosebumps. <laughs> Good. Oh, um, so I guess, and I'm a big follower of yours. I just, I, there's so much that you've taught me and I appreciate all That's of wonderful. your work that you have available online. Um, when I was just a little girl, it sounds like a, a country song. <laughs> <laughs> I was probably six or seven years old. Um, I was playing in the basement and the sun was coming through. There was a, a window over the dryer where the sunbeams were coming through. And I had a, a spiritually transformative experience is what you call it. And yeah. I trust that. Um, I heard intuitively when we die, we don't just die. Our soul lives on forever. Thanks. And it, it, that message never left me. It's just something that stayed with me from that, you know, childhood yeah. all the way through. So I've always believed there was more. Fast forward to life, you know, you go yeah. through life and you go through challenges. And um, my son transitioned about It'll be six years in June. Can't believe that. Hmm. Yeah. Huh. So somehow I, wa I wonder if spirit was somehow reaching me at that early intervention age to try to guide me, to prepare me for what the future would hold and, and the strength that I would need to have this unfold when I needed the tools, you know, down the road. Yeah. And I wondered wondered what your your take was oh, it, it, the question as you ask it carries this the energy that your soul already knows the answer that was a gift you saw it as a gift from from being such a little girl and why did you never forget it and 
was it one of the very first things you thought of when you got that awful news about your son, right? Yes. I'm, yeah. So, so you're saying I already know the answer. Yes, I do. And it absolutely, mm-hmm. it was to to give you that message that would never leave you, that would stay in your conscious mind. It's always in our super conscious mind as the souls who we are, but it was downloaded into your conscious mind in a way that you would never forget it. And even though it was years later in human time, it was right there to give you the strength and courage you needed in your darkest moment. And it's still buoying you. Like there was no time at all. Right. And so it just helps you know that where did that message come from? Well, I must be a soul myself and always connected. So it is a blessing. Hmm. Yes. Um, The day before Easter, it was a Saturday and I was Hmm. writing. I was doing some writing and it it almost felt as though I might be channeling. um, I don't know. It just, sometimes I don't know where the words come from type of thing. This is one of those things where you just say, look at how the human doubts and that feeling that it's different, (laughs) that it's something different, that these words aren't coming from me. Let's learn to trust that and honor that and be grateful for that and keep doing that. Mm -hmm. Well, I had called my sister um, right after that, and this was just such an incredible moment because her caller ID announced my name as my son's name. Oh, Oh. my departed my departed son's name. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow. And she was blown away. Nice blown Easter away. gift. She was blown away. She, she says, that's never happened. I thought it was Chase Bank, like a, a um, <sighs> telemarketer. She goes, it was, yeah. it was you. And I'm like, yeah, that, I said, that's my boy. Well, he's not a boy. He's, but if, yeah. you know, he, he'll be, yeah. he'll always be my boy regardless. Yeah. But I, I just thought that that was such a special opportunity to share to give inspiration to other parents that these things really do happen they It's do really, and thank you so really much happen. for coming i knew we had to get you back with a clear line and that's why so hopefully everybody got that message loud and clear and the timing of it the that's one of those things that makes signs stand out for the beautiful messages they are all right Truly. thank you so much sandra i hope you thank continue you. to have beautiful communications from your son Well, we'll keep trying. I appreciate that. You have a stay safe. Bye. You too. Bye-bye. All right. We're going to go to Yoko next and then Tofik. Hang in because you're after Yoko. Yoko, you're on the air. Hello. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe it. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Believe it. How are you doing? Good, thank you. How are you? I miss you. I, I took some um your shift network course and uh now I'm missing Wednesdays. <laughs> I know, and this is part of the thing that we always miss is this this beautiful connection that we all feel, but you get to feel it right here. That's why all of us love this show too. So let's hear it for Thursdays. What's your question today, Yoko? Okay, so um when I uh, like a while ago, like a month ago, when I was doing a meditation in the evening, and I usually in the evening meditation, I usually think I'm talking with my guides or angels, and then um, 
I felt on my right hand side there's uh, some really massive energy, and then my dog, male dog, um, was coming to jump on my uh, on top of me, and then he just stared that. Uh, direction start to go ooh, like this. Yeah. Was I talking to my guys, or um, would you, uh, I'm wondering, uh, was I talking to uh, my loved one on the other side? I didn't feel, uh, you know, like my um, somebody who passed away, you know, like my grandparents or somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of um, my question. <laughs> It's well, maybe it's confusing, sorry. No, it's not at all confusing, but what I'm getting as I ask my guides is that it was mm-hmm. definitely a higher being. You said yourself you felt a massive energy, but they're showing me mm-hmm. a thumb pointed up and raising it up higher, 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 like you tapped into a higher energy. You opened up your energy to the point where they were able to make themselves known and your dog noticed as well. So just keep doing what you're doing, just like I, I shared earlier, and we get these uh-huh. wonderful gifts. So ask whoever that was in meditation, come on back. I'd like to have a conversation with you. It's really, this is interactive when we connect across the veil. It, it's so funny how many people say, I sense such and such. And I said, well, did you ask them who they are? Or did you engage them in conversation? Because we don't realize we can do that. But this is mind-to-mind communication sense sentient being to sentient being. So what do you feel? What do you just know? Again, just really tune in and and go for it. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Suzanne. Hajimemashite. Alrighty. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, that was fun. If any of you don't know, I lived in Japan for two years. That's where Ty and I met, and uh, I did enjoy speaking conversational Japanese. It was so much fun. It was one of my favorite tours ever. Just lovely, lovely people and scenery and a beautiful time. So, Tofik, welcome to the show. Hi, can you hear me okay? Absolutely. Great. This is awesome. I didn't expect this. Um, <laughs> recently learned about you uh, just two weeks ago, marked it on my calendar, the radio show. So I jumped on and all of a I sudden I saw the phone, num- phone number and thought I would call. So thank you for this opportunity. This is great. Nice to You're meet welcome. you. Um, you know, I've always looked up to my grandfather who I, I never met. Um, he has the same name, uh, also Tofik, uh, my Tofik, sorry about that. I got the stress on the wrong syllable. Oh, no problem. <laughs> above average. It's, it's a tough one for most people. Um, but my family and a lot of Arab um, families, you know, the son is named after the grandfather. And so, you know, Tofik, my grandfather, mm-hmm. um, he was uh, a great man. He was really respected. And um, I definitely consider him one of my guides. I, I include him. You know, uh, when I call on my uh, guides and and everything. Um, And I just thought, you know, I don't know how, what exactly you do in these shows, but it would be great to connect to him. um, Yeah, I always ask Jeff to screen the callers because I've decided not to do readings on the air because... I have a, my friend Suzanne Wilson talks about them. We, we call them drive-by readings. To try to tune in and get a meaningful message, 
in yeah. 30 seconds is doing a disservice to those in spirit. I teach a cl- all my classes how sacred this connection is to me. And right now, yeah. if anybody can't feel it, I am kind of, I get high, I'm on. And that's a very human feeling right now. But any of you who've had a reading with me, it's a completely different energy when I work. So I can tell you that I feel the presence. I feel that this that your grandfather had great love for you. But as an evidential medium, I know that when I hear other mediums say something like that, I'm like, oh, yeah, but give me the evidence. And I'm not just not going to normally get that unless I'm sh- I've shifted my focus and set that intention. So I guess that in itself is a little bit of teaching about how it works for me. Yeah, totally understand. And I figured that, actually. I just thought I'd ask. I, I wasn't sure how <laughs> how you ran the show, but, um, okay, well, I'll ask just kind of a, something I'm going through, uh, maybe. Excellent. Uh, sure. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very creative. I've, I get a lot of ideas and, uh, I'm a nutritionist. I'm a holistic nutritionist and been doing that about 15 years. And I've wanted to, ex- um, have all these different projects and, um, just new work that I want to kind of take it to in different mm-hmm. ways. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just been a challenge to um, be decisive about one thing and do it. And each time I start, I'm just I just complicate it, and I get too creative, and I, I get stuck. And then I, you know, new ideas come in, and I've just I've really struggled this last month. I have all this time now, and I still haven't been able to move forward and take action and just start on something, whether it's you know. So if if anything can come through that can help with that, that'd be great. Well, what what I love to do most is is empower people to get these answers themselves, and the very there are several things in this because now this applies to everybody. The first thing is you, if you notice that you're struggling and you're basically doing what I call hitting a wall. It's just your plans aren't moving forward. So there's something that's out of alignment with what you're supposed to be doing. So when you're hitting a wall, that's a sign. Step back and ask for guidance. So you may already be doing this, but go into a nice meditative state. And I have several free meditations on my page that will help you do that. And when you get to the stage where you merge your awareness with higher consciousness, you ask, what is my next step? Guide me, please. And then you just remain open and aware in your normal waking consciousness when you come out of that and And you pause before you make decisions and you tune in and you see how it feels in your body. So that's the third part, giving things the body test. What do I mean by that? If if it's all about you and you're really eager to do something, there's still going to be a little clenching in your solar plexus in your heart, your gut and the heart area. But if this is absolutely what spirit wants for you, what your soul is telling you, this is your path, there's a knowing and it's free and it's loose. And when you act on that feeling, it's not because you have to do it or you want to do it. It's because you can't not do it. It's the way it's just so clear and when you act on that flow, that freeing feeling that this is, I just know this is what I'm supposed to do, then everything just falls into place instead of hitting that wall. Mm. Excellent. So how's that? Yeah, that's very helpful. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. So you're going to have to check back in with me in a couple months and just email me through the website and let me know how it's going now and how that, awesome. how that worked Thank for you. Okay. You. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks very much. Bye-bye.
All right. Just a reminder, everybody who's been on air today, in just a few minutes, I'll be drawing one of your names for one of my online courses. Let's see. Francis, you've been waiting a while and you've been on the show before. Nice to have Hi. you here today. Hello. Hi, Francis. How you doing? I'm okay. How are you? I'm well. I know that you're another one of our shining light parents, so I love that you just keep coming back. Hopefully, feel uplifted from the show. Well, I'm actually not, but you're not. Um, oh, maybe I have no, the wrong Francis then. Sorry about that. Serving Spirit Level One in uh, uh, Chicagoland. Okay. Alrighty. Well, <laughs> pardon me. <laughs> That's okay. So I have a general question. But then I kind of came up with another question based on what Yoko was asking you. So the one with Yoko is, so I've been dealing with this really uh, stressful situation involving a debt and um, a lot of anxiety over it last week. And then one morning I woke up and I had the song, Cheer Up Sleepy Jean in my head (laughs) by the monkeys. Yeah, I know that that one. That's a very good sign, you know, that, yeah. That this was that as soon as I woke up, it was in my head. So I took it as a good sign. I'm assuming it's from my mother or my godmother, but of course I don't know for sure. And I haven't been able to kind of tap into who sent that. But the, the second you said that, I can tell you, I got my lip twitch that I can't control and see the thumbs up when you said mother and not godmother. So okay, trust that. So my mother did that. Okay, that's. That's great. That's what I figured. It had to be one of them. And then the general question I have is, so for people who are um, by themselves during this quarantine, like seniors, you know, um, who are home alone and single parents who, you know, they're they're kind of lacking for human company and, and very mm-hmm. lonely and just not being able to hug people and things like yeah. that. What can we do, like, on a higher consciousness kind of to – to help them with that, like reach out. I mean, you can tell them, you know, I love you, I miss you, and things like that. But is there anything we can do, like as a collective group, to kind of help them in this time that's just so hard for them? It's so beautiful that you care about that and want to even think about that. But absolutely, it's been proven to me over and over again that what we radiate from our hearts with heartfelt intention is felt by others. So when we say to others, I'm thinking about you, actually do that and know that it's felt, but at a very subtle level. So do send out, do radiate love to those who may feel lonely, and then do make that phone call or teach a senior how to use FaceTime or something that possibly they might never have imagined. Just find some way to help them make that connection, and it's that's beautiful. Okay. Okay. All right. I'll try. I'll try that. Thank you. You're welcome. Take care. Bye bye. Okay. You too. Bye bye. Two Francis's. How about that? Let's see. I believe we've talked to. We have one caller here from New York City, but there's no name. So this will be interesting. Hello. I hear static, but are you on the line? I'm getting lots of static. So maybe you can call back from a different line. We'll put you on hold there. That's not working. 
So let's see. We have about eight minutes to go. I have some questions that people have sent in, but there's if there's anybody else that wants to come online, this is a good opportunity because you won't be stuck in a queue. The number is 851. Where is it here? If I, no, it's not. It's 816-251-3555. 816-251-3555. So meanwhile, let me share with you another story that I had from a reading earlier this week. My client had an accent. It was very clear she was either Hispanic or Brazilian. I didn't know, and it didn't matter to me. But when her father came through from across the veil, he started talking to me in Spanish. So clearly I knew right away she wasn't Brazilian. And it was so much fun because as I've taught in many of my classes, those across the veil don't have to speak English for a medium to be able to know what they're saying because their messages come through and are translated by the medium's brain into English. We hear it in our own thoughts. So what blew me away was this dad from across the veil all of a sudden showed me a briefcase. He showed me rifling through papers and he said in Spanish, abogado. And I looked at him and I said, I believe your dad was a lawyer. And he was. I just thought that was so much fun that I remembered the Spanish and Dad used it on me to get a great piece of evidence. You should have seen it. It was just beautiful. And what was really cool was this moment during the reading when all of a sudden I said, he shows me you collecting stones and you even have a heart-shaped stone that relates to him. And her eyes got really big and she raised up her hand on screen because we were using Zoom video conferencing and in her hand was a heart-shaped rock that she had just to honor her dad. So what does that show us? Our loved ones know what we're doing, what we're up to, and how much we love them. Please keep talking to them and know that they hear you. Well, yay, we have Helena. Thanks for calling. You're on the air. Hi. Thanks. (laughs) So my question is, I've had a couple great visits from my mother and my grandmother, but they Mm -hmm. don't speak. They didn't speak? Like I, I, they didn't speak. Mm Mm-hmm. It's not surprising to me. Everything that our loved ones do from across the veil requires energy and different forms of energy for different things that they do. Some come through dream visits because that requires a certain frequency. Speaking so that you would hear it if you're not a medium would require a different vibration. To just become aware of their presence is a beautiful gift in itself. Did you see them as if they were standing in the room? My grandmother, yes, it was in a room with my grandmother, and I just remember running up to her, and because I missed her so much, you know, but she didn't speak, and she let me hug her, but she didn't speak. When my mother came to me, which was not long after she passed, she she was just like there, and her eyes were red, and I just remember looking at her and going, oh my gosh, you're so beautiful, and then I was like, why are your, why are your eyes red? Did you discern and why? She didn't. Yeah. Well, well I, I thought because red is the color of love. Beautiful. Yeah, it doesn't feel like a sad thing to me. Some some people might hear this and think, oh, because she's been crying. No, you no, you can just tell that that was a, a beautiful effort on her part to let you know she's still with you. 
And I would just say, don't worry that she didn't get to speak because really that was heart-to-heart communication. And I believe that she said, you know, they say a picture's worth a thousand words. What is the sensing and seeing the presence of her from across the veil worth? You know, limitless words. You can't put it into words. So as much as we would like words in English, the message is delivered, isn't it? Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So beautiful and yay, mom. Okay. Well, I hope that's helpful. And and trust me, she's still around. It's not just a one-time thing that they pop in on us. It's just one blessing that you sensed her in that way. And and so hopefully you'll have another visit at some time. But it doesn't stop us from talking to them all the time. Exactly. All righty. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. Take care. Thank you. All righty. Now, I see somebody down here. The name says Meyer. I'm not sure if you are waiting to be on or not, but I've brought you online. Meyer, are you there? Hi, Suzanne. Sorry. it's my. I don't know why the phone's under my husband's name, but my name is Thea. Hi. I'm so excited <laughs> I get through. Oh, my yeah. God. I don't really have a question, but there was like an open line. So I thought I just want to say how much I appreciate your show and everything you do. You're my biggest uh, inspiration for spirituality. Everything you say just rings so true. Um, I am a a, a grieving, not grieving, but shining light pet parent. Shining light. (laughs) There we go. Do you have any place where um, it's uh, it's like a shining light parent group for pet parents? For pets, uh, um, I don't have a group that I know of. I just I know I've interviewed Karen Anderson on this show several times and Debbie Johnstone, yeah. and both of them have such lovely, lovely books. Maybe there's something right. on their website, but I'm not feeling that there is. So, oh, okay. I, I yeah, do just, have her her books and and everything. Yeah, um, that's all I, I can I tell you right now. But I I oh, know you just made my okay. day by coming on and. And sharing the love so much, it's palpable. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. I do have another question. Um, I, I would like to um, be more um, open to talking to spirits, but to be honest, I have a fear of, of um, you know, what if I connect okay. with bad spirit? I, I, at okay. nighttime, it scares me, but during the day... All right, I'm and like, we're I'm almost out of time, so I'm going to answer that one real sure. concisely. Our spiritual journey is about finding out that we are the light. And as you find that love within yourself and turn it up, you know that the darkness doesn't like the light. So just turn up your light and know that as the light, you have nothing to fear. So enjoy this journey, all of you, because we are here to let our souls shine. I love you all and hope to hear from you next month on the first Thursday and come on back for next week's show. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Intuition is our spiritual GPS and the single best tool that we have for navigating our lives. I'm Victoria Shaw, and on my Intuitive Connection podcast, I will share with you the ways to connect with your intuition 
and awaken the gifts of your soul. In each episode, I'll draw on my own intuitive gifts and my training as an Ivy League trained counselor and psychologist to help support you in reaching your highest potential. Start listening now on Mind Body Spirit FM Podcast Network or wherever you find your podcasts.